Hi, welcome back to the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the different ways that you can simplify your life. I'm Katie, and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the 10 years I've been a mother, I have had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost, but have found my way back again. And that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week, I will share practical and tangible advice to help you take back control of your home and your life. You are enough. It is time you start believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Being an adult is really hard work. If you're a parent, you've got kids to look after, you've got bills to pay, everything is really overwhelming. There are expectations put on you to meet up with demands, go to work, get the groceries, cook dinner, everything just piles on top of you and without realising it, you become overburdened. So what I want to share with you today are 10 ways that you can simplify your life and relieve that burden so that you can enjoy life again because, I mean, life is too short to feel overwhelmed and stressed. You know what my first thing is going to be. Of course, decluttering your home is a major step towards simplifying your life. The clutter that we surround ourselves by can damage our mental health. It increases our stress levels and puts unnecessary pressure on us every single day. So if you can declutter your home, you will reduce that stress and you just won't know yourself. Honestly, it's the best thing I ever, ever did. You know my thoughts on decluttering, so I'm going to move on to the next point, which is to use routines. By using a routine, you help to forge habits. Habits are the brain's way of naturally simplifying your life because the thought process that goes into a habit is very small compared to the thinking that needs to happen when you try something new. Let's take brushing your teeth as an example. You do that every morning without thinking. It's just something that you do because you've been doing it since you were, you know, old enough to have teeth. So you don't really think about it. You just do it. What you need to do is apply that thought to other areas of your life. Every morning you get dressed. You don't think about it. I mean, you might overthink it because you don't know what to wear. That's another point entirely. But you just get dressed. So if you can forge habits for things like making your bed, wiping down the sink while you're cleaning your teeth, taking a load of washing with you as you go down the stairs each day, if you can forge new habits, those routines that you will create will simplify your life because you won't be having to think about those things anymore. They'll just be a part of your day. 
And that is what we need to do. Because if we're trying to simplify our minds and stop the, oh, I must remember to put a wash on. Oh, I haven't cleaned the bathroom in ages. That adds to your stress. If you can use routines and build habits, then that stress level reduces. So the first step is to create a routine, whether that be a morning routine, a bedtime routine. Eventually, that routine will just become your way of living. It will just be a habit. That leads me on nicely to my next point, which is automate as much as possible. So that's not exactly the same as the previous point, because this is things like getting your toilet rolls delivered every month. You don't have to think about buying those because they're not a weekly occurrence unless you really do buy six toilet rolls a week. Automate them, get them delivered. I get my toilet rolls from Who Gives a Crap. There are quite a few uh, toilet roll companies out there. I'm not affiliated with any of them, Um, but it just means that's one less thing for me to think about. Pet food automatically arrives once a month. I don't have to think about, do I have dog food? It just arrives. I pay my bills by direct debit. I don't have to think about, have I paid the water bill? Have I paid my council tax bill? They just go out. Be wary of direct debits because depending on the type of bill that you have, prices can go up and down. I pay direct debit for the things that I know are exactly the same every single month. That way I can budget them into my monthly spend. Another automatic system that I have in place are email replies. This won't be relevant to everybody, but if you are somebody that sends out the same type of email reply to a lot of people, create email templates. So effective. All I have to do is copy and paste the same template over and over again. Voila, I have saved myself time simplifying my workload. So look for ways that you can automate different areas of your life so that then you do not have to think about them anymore. Honestly, you'll save yourself so much time simplifying your life. Something that I swear by for saving money and saving time and saving food is meal planning. Every single week I sit down and I go through my meal planner writing down the different meals that I fancy having for that week. I will ask my family, I'll say, has anyone got any ideas, anything they fancy this week? And I will write down all of the meals, all of the lunches that I need to account for and any other snacks and bits and bobs. Then I will write down all the ingredients that that means. If I'm going to do spaghetti bolognese, I'll have to make sure I have mince, the sauce, the pasta, any onions or whatever that's going to go into it, any herbs, making sure that I have all of those things. And then I get my shopping delivered, again, automated, sort of, because I don't have to go to the store and do it. So I get it delivered, automating it straight to my door, if you see what I mean. When I go into my online shop, a lot of the things are there as favourites, as regular purchases. Again, it's automating it for me. I just tick them and go, yes, please. Same again, same again. Bread, milk, whatever it is, same every week. And by having a meal plan, it takes away that, oh God, what shall I do for dinner tonight? What have we got in the freezer? What does anyone fancy? Oh, you've done it all already. 
So when it gets to dinner time, you'll have already got the ingredients needed to cook whatever meal you have for that night. You can take it a step further and use something like a slow cooker or a pressure cooker to take the time away from cooking as well. Simplify even further and plan in meals that just mean you bung it in the slow cooker in the morning, you're free for the rest of the day. You don't have to worry about cooking dinner at all. So get yourself a notepad, plan out your meals. You will save money because you won't buy unnecessary things. You will save yourself time because you won't be worrying, wondering what to make. And you will save the food that might otherwise have just gone off because you bought it unnecessarily. So earlier I mentioned setting yourself routines and the fact that you get dressed every single morning. Then you can overthink. The reason you do this is because you have too many clothes. I'm just gonna say it right now, you have too many clothes, I can guarantee it. Did you know we only wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time? The remaining 80% of the clothes either don't get worn or they're occasional wear for the other 20% of our time. So only 20% of your wardrobe is useful. But the other 80% is taking up space, which means in the morning when you go to get dressed, it's very difficult to see what you wanna wear when you're trying to find that 20% of clothes that's hidden in amongst the other 80% of clothes. A way around this, a way to simplify your life is to declutter your wardrobe, but you can go even further than that and create a capsule wardrobe. It's very difficult to know how to begin that process. So something I can really recommend is doing the 10 by 10 wardrobe challenge. And that looks like picking 10 items of clothes and only wearing those 10 things for 10 days. So you might choose two pairs of trousers, a skirt and a dress, and then the tops needed to go with the skirt and the tops and things that go with all of the things. And then you might choose a couple of pairs of shoes. Only wear those 10 items for 10 days. See how many outfits you can create before you move on to the next pair of trousers. Or, you know, can you wear that dress but with a top over the top so it looks like a skirt and a top? Can you wear that pair of trousers with that jumper and that top as well? Throw on a different jacket and voila, you've got another outfit. Once you do that challenge, you realise how many clothes you have that really don't go with lots of things and that you just don't wear a lot of the time. And it makes it easier to accept that you don't need as much. When you've existed for 10 days straight, just with 10 items, you realize you don't need 10 pairs of trousers, eight skirts, five dresses, so on, so on. So have a little go at the challenge if that's something that you think, yeah, do you know what? I do struggle every morning, I never know what to wear. Have a go at the challenge and see how you get on. The next point, is something that we all struggle with. I want you to learn how to say no. 
the reason a lot of our lives are burdened is because we agree to things without putting our own needs first. Can you help out at the Christmas fair? Oh yes, of course I can. And then you get to the day and you think, oh, I've got so much to do. Why did I agree to that? Learn how to say no. Do you actually want to do the thing? Do you actually have time to do the thing? If you don't, and you really don't want to do it, just say no. You don't have to be rude about it. You can say, oh, I would really love to, but I can't because. It is okay to say no. And it is liberating to say no. You know, if someone invites you out for an evening and you just honestly would rather stay at home in your pyjamas, it's okay to say no. Like, oh, I'd love to, but it's just not really my kind of thing. Maybe we could go out and do such and such another time. Create an alternative. Don't put yourself in situations that are actually just going to take up your time and stress you out. Just say no. And that leads me on to my next point, which is sort of related, which is set boundaries. There is so much that we fill our lives up with that we don't even realise we could remove. For example, I, I mean, this is something I really need to listen to my own advice with, but I've sort of got myself into a corner. But to, for example, my children do a lot of clubs. Who was it that signed them up though? Me. So my days are really busy, not in the day. I mean, I'm busy, but I'm working. So it's just one thing. But as soon as I pick them up, it's nonstop. I mean, this evening I've got to take Lily to ballet and then tomorrow they have street dance and then on Thursday they have brownies and then on Friday it's Grace's ballet and then on Saturday they have modern. I mean, honestly, I just think, what did I do to myself? But it's important to either accept it, which that's sort of where I am, you know, I make good use of my time when I am there. But you could just go, do you know what? This is really stressful. I'm removing that stress. Or if you haven't started clubs yet, really, really think about what you're signing up to before you sign your child up to clubs. But it could be anything. Just look at your day-to-day -day life and think, do you know what? I can get rid of that thing. Can't get rid of work, you know. But for example, I hated doing a weekly shop. I really genuinely hated it. Supermarkets stressed me out. So I removed that from my life and automated it with a home delivery instead. Think about how you spend your time and create boundaries and only do things that enhance your life unless you really do want your child to do that club and then you're just going to have to accept it. But think about how you spend your time and remember you can say no and you can change your mind. It's okay to have boundaries. Social media is my next point. Reduce the amount of time you spend scrolling on your phone. And the reason I say this is because one, Scrolling on your phone, whether it's playing a game or on social media, whatever it is, 
is a stressful activity. It's scientifically proven to be a stress for your brain. The, the repetitive images and colours and flashes and whatever, it's stressful. So simplify your life by doing something more mindful, like reading or colouring or doing a puzzle, whatever. But social media specifically, it gives us a false representation of what real life is. And that then increases our expectations of what we think we need to achieve. So then we go and we spend more money or we go on day trips that we really should have set a boundary for and gone, I don't want to do that. I actually don't want to. I just thought I did because social media told me I needed to go that to, you know, the lavender fields or whatever it is. Buying different toys because you feel like that's what you need to do to keep up. Adding those pressures to you just complicates everything. If you take social media away, life is much simpler. You don't have all this pressure to keep up because you're just not seeing it anymore. You've reduced it, you've eliminated it, you could do, and you will feel much better as a result. Classic example is how people feel like they need to dress day on day. Because if you are looking on social media and you're seeing people in perfect makeup, it makes you feel like, oh, I should do that too. When actually, if you look at the general public, lots of people do not go around with a full face of makeup and glamorous clothes. But we get this idea of what real life is by looking at social media and it just overwhelms us. Reduce your input and output. Which leads me on to my next point, which is let go of bad relationships. Or if you can't let go, minimise them. So whether that's a relationship with social media and the people that you follow, just unfollow them or mute them if you think that they might get offended if you unfollowed them. Same on, you know, if it's Facebook, so, you know, Instagram was one, Facebook, friends and family on there, minimise it mute them. You can unfollow people without unfriending them on Facebook. So you don't have to see anything from them if seeing their posts triggers something in you that makes you feel bad. If it's somebody that you see in real life regularly and they cause you distress and upset, reduce the amount of time that you see them. Again, setting boundaries Why should you spend your life being made to feel bad by somebody else? Reduce the amount of time that you spend with that person or just don't see them anymore. It's okay to let them go. And that could just be as simple as mums on the school playground. If by hanging around with those mums you feel inferior, don't hang around with them anymore. It could also be people that you hang around with at work that have a really bad attitude to work, but you want to progress, you want to do well. Hang around with people that lift you up, that want you to succeed, that have similar goals to you. If you are the most positive person in the room, the happiest person in the room, whatever it is, if you are the most of that thing in a room, you are in the wrong room. 
all of the people that aren't as happy as you, aren't as positive as you, aren't as goal motivated as you, they'll drag you down. Leave that room and go and hang around with people that will lift you up. My final point as a way to simplify your life and reduce the overwhelm and burden is to be more present, which sounds a bit woo-woo, I know, but take time to actually absorb what is around you. When you're having your dinner, don't let your mind wander to all the different things. Enjoy who you're sitting with. Enjoy what you are eating. Take time to be grateful for what you are experiencing in that moment. The more present you can be, the more you will let go of wishing you had this or, oh God, I need to do that. And you will just exist in the place that makes you happy because you're taking time to appreciate where you are in that moment. And if you can do that, you will learn to live a simpler life and stop chasing after everything else. We spend so much of our time racing from one thing to the next. Take time to appreciate where you are and you'll be much happier for it. I hope you have found this useful. There are so many different ways that you can simplify your life, but these 10, I think, really will help focus you and go towards reducing that overwhelm that we all feel. Take care of yourself, and I will be back next week.